Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks this morning. It's always a, a, a wonderful time, a wonderful opportunity to come to you folks. And as we continue on with our podcast, it's kind of hard to believe, Stephanie, that it's our 66th podcast this morning. And, and boy, if I didn't speak New England before that word podcast right there, I did turn that word, praise God. So, <laughs> so over the last few podcasts, we've talked about things like Christ's majesty and uh, last Friday, and then Christ's love and Christian duty and cheerfulness. And as we're going on, we've been looking at men and women's answers uh, or God's answers to men and women's concerns. And uh, we put a focus on that and trying to talk about what we can learn from God's word, what we can glean and how God can help us. And we want to start this morning, uh, uh, this week with confessing Christ, these things we have to do. And uh, I think one of the tougher things, Stephanie, and I, I as you know, I was talking with several people over the last couple of days, and one of the folks I was talking to made a comment that it's hard. It's it's hard to step out. They don't want to confess. They don't want to step out and trust in God alone. And 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 you know, sometimes people can blame that on their PTSD or their hurting hearts or whatever the case may be. But friends, let me assure you of this: it's not hard to confess Christ. Let Christ do the work in your life. And I want to start this morning over in the book of Matthew in chapter 10 and verse 32. It says, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. So when we ask Christ to save us, we're confessing Christ before people. We're letting people know that he is our Savior. He's the one, and he's going to confess us. Now, I, I'm thinking about this statement this morning. I'm thinking about so many things that are going through my mind when it comes to confessing Christ. There's there's so much good that can come out of that. There's it, it, First of all, it's God's plan in our life. In 1 John 1, 9, it says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And uh, it's coming right out there and saying He is faithful. Again, confessing our sins, giving those things to Christ. And you know, some people take that wrong. They, uh, they they feel like there's this step process and we need to go. I was born and raised in a, a religion where we would go inside of a booth with a man that was uh, fallible and we serve an infallible God. So why don't we go straight to God? But when I was younger, I was taught and I would go into a booth and I would make confession and I would do those things. But but here's Christ and his words. If we confess our sins, talking about to Christ, to God, and uh it says he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. And um, I I think confessing our sins do a lot of things. Over in Proverbs 28, 13, it says, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whosoever confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Shall have mercy. And then and, uh, after verse 32 in Matthew 10, 32, 33 says, but whosoever shall deny me before men, him I will also deny before my Father which is in heaven. So we get to this place, Stephanie, as we're moving along, and we realize that um, if we don't confess Christ, if we don't do that, uh, he's not going to confess us, and we're not going to be saved. We're not going to have his perfect plan in our life. And 
you know, this one, I understand this podcast, this podcast is uh, dealing mostly with salvation. But I think as we look at this this morning, that we need to remember that God has a plan for our eternal life. And we have this choice. We have this choice to confess him, to believe in him, to trust him with our sin, trust in him alone. We have that plan uh, in our lives. And, and if we uh, if we confess him, he's quick to confess us. And so that's where I want to come from this morning. And folks, let me tell you, there's a few things, and we're going to move around a little bit, passing this back and forth between Stephanie and I. But I want to start off by talking about this thing, sin. Sin is our problem. Uh, I'll never forget when I looked in the Bible years ago and I had started searching. I was saved on October 15th in 1993. And I remember as I looked in the Bible and things, one of the things I realized right up front was sin is our whole problem. The Bible says, as it is written, there are none righteous, no, not one. So it's saying that everybody, I don't care who they are, I don't care what their position is, what their religious perspective and uh, feeling is, every single one of us have a problem with righteousness. We're not righteous. There are none righteous. Not one in this world, almost 8 billion people and the Bible's reminding us that not one out of 8 billion people have this right. Not one. Not one. So uh, I want to remember that. And then, you know, it also says in that same chapter of the book of Romans, uh, it says that we all fall short of the glory of God. And it's because of this sin that we, we are not at the same level of God. We can't reach the same level. No matter what anyone tells us, we cannot be at the same level of God. And so I think as we go through and we look at this thing towards sin, we need to understand that there's an act right away that this podcast began with. We must confess our sin to get saved. And folks, I'll even go a step farther. Uh, we should be uh, repenting daily of those things that are in our life. Now, once saved, always saved. I get that. But we still have a sin problem in our lives. We're still sinners. Once we're saved, we're sinners saved by grace. But we still need to have that daily time where we confess our faults, where we go to Christ every morning. The Apostle Paul said he had to die daily. So we understand we've got this requirement to confess to God, and then we understand the reason we need to do that is because of this sin. And then God tells us in his word what the problem is with sin, what the cause is, and what happens because of sin. And he says, for the wages of sin is death in Romans 6, 23. So as we talk about confessing, as we talk about the requirement, as we talk about going through these different things, we need to realize that the whole portion, this is all about sin that gets in the way. And if we don't get it right, if we don't confess it to God and get saved, uh, we spend an eternity in hell. So that's the important thing. So I wanted to get that out. Now, this is a big, heady subject, Stephanie, as we're looking at confessing sin, as we're going along now, what comes to your mind when we're thinking about sin and salvation and, and then sin getting in the way of our walk? Well, it's interesting when you first brought up um, this topic for today, um, the first passage that came to my mind was Philippians 2. And when I think of confessing, um, you know, confessing our sin should lead should lead to a life of confessing Christ yeah. and proclaiming him because as we turn, you know, as we turn to Christ in repentance and faith, um, believing his word is true, that he does forgive our sins, that he does cleanse us from unrighteousness. He gives us that freedom. He gives us that peace and that joy. And it should fill our hearts with a desire to, 
confess him, to share him, to proclaim who he is to the world and to proclaim that he is our savior and that, um, you know, we want others to know of him and what he can do for them. Um, and I think if there's, you know, if there's, if you're ashamed to share Christ, if you're ashamed to be a Christian, if you're ashamed for people to know I belong to Jesus, why, what's wrong in your heart that has brought you to that place? Because there should be a joy and a confidence in who Jesus is to us. And um, as I was looking at Philippians 2, um, this is one of my favorite passages, but it gives, um, it talks about having the mind of Christ and who he is, what he did and becoming a servant and um, becoming a man and humbling himself and dying on the cross. And then in verse nine, it says, wherefore God also had highly exalted him and given him a name, which is above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in the earth, things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord Amen. to the glory of God, the father. And at some point, every single person is going to confess Christ. Yeah. Every person is going to confess and proclaim that he is Lord. But oh, how much better if, if we're confessing him now before that day, you know, when every knee bows, there'll be that confidence when we stand before him. Um, we won't stand before him in shame if we have been faithful at confessing him here the way we're supposed to. And, you know, you see, if God confesses Christ as Lord. Um, Acts 2.33 says, Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he hath shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. And that concept that God confesses, God the Father, you know, the we have the Trinity, they're all one God, and yet we have God, the Father, exalting Jesus Christ. And how much more should we as these teeny weeny specks yeah. in time and the universe be willing to to just proclaim who Jesus Christ is yeah. and what he wants to do for for every single person, um, for that every knee. You know, he desires to know every person as their Lord and Savior and oh how much better if if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing in confessing him and serving him so that um that when those knees bow it's bowing in adoration and love not because you know they're they're already um it's already too late for them yeah no I I think that uh I, th I think you're right and there's a uh, um you know, as we look at this and, and as we're trying to make sense of this this morning, we understand a couple things that there's going to be a time, friends, uh, and uh, we want to share this with you with our understanding. There's going to be a time where every knee shall bow. If we don't accept Christ as our Lord and Savior here on earth, and uh, and sadly, when we cross that over to the other side, uh, every knee will bow. And those who have not accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior uh, will be cast into the lake of fire, hell, for all eternity. And, and and folks, you don't want to be that person. And and then there's another part of this. It's almost like what Stephanie was saying. This there's there's uh, another phase of this. And the other phase is being a confessing believer. 
every day giving your life to God, uh, living a life where people can see you live a life for Jesus Christ and, and those types of things. So really, we got a couple choices here, Stephanie. We got The first choice is to uh, confess Christ as our Savior, to get it right. Mm-hmm. To, uh, you know, the Bible says, but God commendeth his love toward us. And while we were yet sinners before any of us were born. Christ died for us, and we need to understand that. That's part of what we confess is realizing that Christ died for us. And when we go over to the book of Romans, and we're looking at Romans 10, 9, and 10, and and, uh, we're sitting there, and it's giving us instructions on how we should sign up, on what we should do, and what kind of things we're doing for God, it, it tells us that we must speak it with our mouth. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 and 10, it, uh, it says that we must speak it with our mouth and believe it with our heart. It goes on and it says, uh, just furthering what this confession looks like, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, I mean just that same word, confession, confess, with the mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So there's no other steps in there. There's no other movement. It's this thing of doing it with our mouth. And then in verse 10 of that same chapter, 10, 10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So the first part of this whole thing, and perhaps the most important this morning, as you're listening to this podcast is confessing Christ puts us where we need to be with our eternity. That's it. That's mm-hmm. a pretty big deal. And, and folks, yeah. when we get that right and we start serving God and we start following God and uh, it gives us what we need. But then the other responsibility is uh, we have a responsibility daily to repent of these things of life and the world. And I don't know about you, but I wake up and go to bed every night with my head in the wrong place. And no one's 100% where we need to be. And so we, we need to be that person that says, God, help us. Get us through this day. We need to be like the Apostle Paul. We need to trust in him alone and, and continue to go on. And all that to say this, Stephanie, just one more quick question for you. that As we're talking about confessing Christ and getting saved, and uh, knowing for sure we're safe. What comes to your mind when, if someone were to come up to you and say, uh, what does it take? What, what exactly does confess in Christ mean? What would you say then? Well, for salvation, it's simply taking your dependence off of yourself, off of your works, off of anything that you consider good in you, because the Bible makes it clear that there is none righteous, no, not one, and that our righteousness is our good deeds, God calls them dirty rags. In other words, they're they're worthless. They're literally, um, God puts them on the level of um, trash, something despicable without him. Without him, we can do nothing. And confessing Christ is coming to him in salvation, you know, in that asking him for his salvation, asking him, um, knowing that his promises are true, knowing that he has promised him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. And knowing that you can have that confidence that when you turn to him in faith and ask him to save you from your sin and confess that he is Lord, confess that, God, I can't save myself. And he will save you. You can have confidence in him and his promises. And then once you're a child of God, that confession of, as Doug said, you know, keeping that clean heart, keeping that um, short account as far as, you know, you don't let sin pile up and you're constantly checking your heart and checking your motives and just coming to the Lord and asking him for, um, you know, to keep your heart clean and those things. But then that the huge concept to me that goes along with this is the fact of 
we are here as as ambassadors. Yeah. We are here, you know, we're here as God's ambassadors to the lost and to be confessing Christ in your manner of life, in your speech, in your words, in your actions that people who live next door to you know you're a Christian, you know, that they, if you're, if you're, if you're um, living a double life, you're not confessing Christ. If you're um, living for this world and just a Christian as a side hobby, and that's not your purpose for living is to, is to show Christ and live Jesus out in your life, then you're not confessing Christ. And I think there's just that double-sided coin of, yes, obviously the most important thing is to know you belong to him as his child and that you've you've made that decision to trust him as your savior but oh that we won't stand ashamed before him someday because we have lived a life that did not confess him as our lord and savior and it's all about and great transition there it's all about um accepting christ to save your soul and it's all about serving Christ on a daily basis. That's what this is all about. It's this idea of confessing Christ through our life, trusting in Him, trusting in His plan, uh, believing that His words are true, believing that uh, uh, not only can He save you, but He can keep you, uh, keep you right before Him, keep you right in your marriage and your life. And and friends, let me just say this. I know we are a little bit, uh, this is one of those subjects you hear a lot about, so we're probably covering some things we've done a little bit, uh, but that's probably a good idea. You know, someone told me one day, they said, you know, Brother Doug, you're preaching to the choir. And I said, well, sometimes the choir needs to be preached to. And this is one of those cases, one of those cases. So listen, we want you to, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, remember the rules. Number one, you're a sinner. There are none righteous, no, not one. Number two, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Number three, Christ paid that price. But God commendeth his love toward us, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And then number four, we must speak it with our mouth and believe it with our heart. And the Bible goes on to say, the heart speaketh unto righteousness. And you say, Brother Doug, in one minute, tell me what you're talking about. Okay, I'm going to do it in one minute. You need to accept that Jesus Christ is your Lord. Pray to him. Tell him he's your Lord. Ask him to take your sins. And if you believed it in your heart, he will. He'll save you. And then as we go about this daily life and we go through all this sin and craziness and bitterness and God only knows all the things we're going through, as we go through those things, we need to on a daily basis, maybe sometimes I have to stop and, and you know, give the Lord my bitterness, give the Lord my thoughts uh, and, and make them pure. So we, we're, we're again glad that we were able to be with you on this 66 podcast this morning. Glad that you're listening in. Drop by and see us on Helpful Wounded Spirits where we're going to hop right in tomorrow and we're going to talk about contentment. And uh, I think that's going to be a great subject. May God bless you. We're praying for you. Pray for us. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.